Dave, I need help fast. I get phone calls every week for commercial service. I got to turn away. My guys are motivated. I just don't have the time to get them all trained. You know, I can help with that, right? I'll even come to you. Well, you'll come to me? Yeah, I have courses covering everything from sexual to rolling fire doors. I can even help get your tech IBEA certified. We also offer business training one-on-one or in a group setting. That's great, Dave. What's the best way to get in touch to set this up? You can reach us at mountonsitetraining at gmail.com, 410-984-0256 by phone, or website www.mountonsitetraining.com. Well, thanks, Dave. Good morning. Welcome to Monday Morning Mindset. This is your weekly reminder to take a deep breath. A little out of order this morning, whatever. This is Greg Giaquinto, your host. Uh, It's another fine Monday. Looking forward to the week. And I hope you guys are too. Um, You know, I feel like this has kind of turned into um, sales. You know, talk about sales, right? It is still about mindset. Um, You know, sales is something that I've been learning a lot about and getting really good at. Uh, Not from the standpoint of being able to sell things to people, but uh, a way to convey the value that I can provide and that my team can provide. And I feel like salesmen get a really bad rap. And I was one of those people who, you know, thought like you know salesman was synonymous with snake or sleazy right i always like hated that that you know i pictured like that used car salesman and they're out there and they're really easy to spot um they don't necessarily mean ill will or anything like that but it's just you know you know when you're being sold um my goal is to provide value uh and to do it really well I uh, mentioned to you guys before, I want to be great at something. And it just so happens to be garage doors. I know things about garage doors um, that most garage door people don't know. There's people who know a lot more than I do. And I look to them for advice and answers. And um, you know, But I do have a scary amount of knowledge when it comes to garage doors and garage door business and the garage door world. It's something that I am working every day, every minute, every breath to be great at because I want to be great at something and this is it. I think we all strive to be great at something. Um, The problem is just figuring out what that is. I didn't choose to want to be great at this. It's just what, you know, the opportunity prevented itself and I'm all in, both feet, maybe even head first, right? you know, and so I got a couple stories I'd like to share from the last few weeks about value and about confidence and about selling and perspective. First story, um, customer actually in the town that I live in calls us up, says, hey, I had someone out a few months back and they changed the springs on my door and the motor's broken Uh, it still works, but it's really messed up and it makes a lot of noise. And he said that the part that he would have to get was kind of expensive, but he gets used ones all the time and he would, you know, source a used one and come back and, and swap it out for me. Right. So now this guy, this customer client took 
you know, two hours off of, you know, he's got to take two hour time block off of work. So he took two hours off of work for this other company to come out and replace the springs and not do anything else. Leave him still with the door. It didn't work great. Now the cables are creaking. The hinges are creaking. The motor's still broken. Months go by. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Finally, he's like, you know what? I got to call someone else to have him come look at this motor. I can't wait anymore. We go out, say, hey, you know, sir, we can get you that part. We don't recommend it. You know, your your motor is 16, 17 years old, whatever it was. Um, you know, you kind of start nickel and diamond at that point. If you want it to be reliable, our recommendation is that you replace it. Here's three options for that. If you'd like to repair what you have, here's what that looks like on paper. Here's a quote for that. You know what? You guys are here. You can replace it right now. Great. Let's do it. Brand new operator, right? He says... You know, I noticed the door still doesn't seem to work right. It seems a little heavy. Can you guys just give me a second opinion? Technicians, funny you mention that. The door does seem a little heavy. We know you just had the springs done. Customer says, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'm going to get that other guy on the phone and have him come back out here. And he does. The other company comes out, kind of scratches his head, changes one of the springs. Now, instead of the door being heavy all the way up and not staying up in the header, it is a little heavy on the floor. You could park it at about a third. And then um, from there up, it's a rocket ship. And for for anybody listening that's not familiar with garage doors, that's not how your door is supposed to work. It's supposed to balance. You're supposed to be able to, to stop it manually at pretty much any point, and it should stay there. That is a perfectly balanced door. So he scratches his head. Um, adds a little bit of tension to the spring and then leaves it customer calls us back look um i'm not really sure what to do here door really still doesn't seem to work right it makes a lot of noise now i go out personally right i wasn't the technician initially now i go out and put some eyes on it i know the guy who went out and did the repair really nice guy good at garage doors, but he's got that old school sell from your wallet, you know, fix it with the bare minimum, fix only what's broken mentality, feels guilty about charging people money. So now this customer reminding you guys, uh, this customer now for the third time has taken a two hour time block off of work. And I told him when I came out, look, I'm not coming out. I'm not going to repair anything. I'm just going to come out and look at everything with you. I may weigh the door. Well, the door is easily identifiable. I found out the the springs that are supposed to be on it on the manufacturer's website. Find out that one of the springs is a little too long. Uh, the other technician just added a little tension. Now, you know, when it's too long, I can get into the details. You guys, some of you guys know the IPPT is too, you know, is not correct. There's a little too many turns on the spring, blah, 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 blah. Okay. It's not right. Not the right springs. Okay, customer, here's the deal. You need to change your cables and bearings because you were done a disservice. I didn't tell them that. I said, it really, we really do a full service. We do the springs. We do the bearings. We do the cables. We also offer you rollers. When at the time this door was made, they were only using 18 gauge hinges. Now they come standard with 14. We could upgrade your hinges, right? The whole nine. So now I've got an estimate out to the guy, one of which he's approved. We're going to come back and change the bearings, both end bearings, center bearing. We're going to change the cables. The cables are not rusted. They're not uh, frayed, but they're not 
straight, okay? The the bottom like foot of the cable on one side is like a, like a little wave to it. And when the door opens, you get cable creak. You know, the drums maybe aren't set right. The cables are a little funky. You guy needs new cables. They should have been changed. The bearings should have been changed. They don't last forever. They should be changed when the springs get changed. And if you disagree with me, we can have that conversation. Uh, you don't want to leave a point of failure. How bad is it if we change the springs and then six months later, bearing seizes? They go bad. They go bad. We're selling a service. We're providing value. We're selling a service. We're providing a solution. So now this customer has to take a fourth two-hour time block off of work for us to come back. And now I told this customer, and, you know, our price is obviously a little different than this other company. So, um, you know, service charge, cable, uh, cables, bearings, also offer him the rollers, which he's still on the fence about. But the guy trusts us. I didn't, you know, I, I want to provide good customer service. We're not making a million dollars on this guy, especially at this point, since I've already got time into it on top of sending the technician back to, to make the repairs with the correct parts. But the guy has taken four two-hour shifts off of work. How much does that suck? If he was prevented, pre presented with the options up front initially, he would have been given the choice what options to do and what options not to do. That would have been his choice. Instead of the service professional, the technician, not recommending the right repairs. That first technician did not do this customer justice, did not provide a service, did not provide a solution. And he's out there running calls every day and he's undercutting me, right? Nice guy, I know him. Good guy. Not charging enough to be able to do the job right. Definitely not. You know, so that's, that's story number one, right? Um, this is great customer service for us. Um, it's right in town. I didn't really have to go way out of my way to do this. Maybe not would have done this for every single customer, um, but it was nearby. It was, you know, manageable. It was something that I was able to do, something that I want to do. I told the guy that, uh, likely we can, we can cut the spring down to the right size, put everything back together. should be good to go. If not, I'm going to swap out one of one or both of the springs for him. Just providing customer service. You know, um, and that's, that's it. That's, that's it for us. You know, we've got the, the operator. Now we're doing the spring job. Now, mind you, this guy is, is not planning on being here forever. He's looking to sell his house one or two years or stickers in his garage, which has a, a little bit of value. Some people look at those, um, you know, and we're still making money on the job. Okay. Now story number two sales, right? We're on sales today. So story number two, we go out. And it was a uh, technician who's not with us anymore. And then one of our younger guys. And this was relatively recent. We go out. The customer's got some older wood doors. The motor bracket pulls off the door. We uh, sell them an operator bracket. Button everything back up. Recommend some repairs to which he denies. He says, you know what? I'm looking at replacing total replacement maybe in a year. Let's just limp limp by with these. Okay. That's, that's your choice. We've presented you with your options. That's what you want to do. We'll put you in our, our follow-up, um, you know, put you in queue in our, in our, you know, sales follow-up and, and we'll maybe reach out to you in, in three, six, nine months or a year, whatever, you know, don't ever rely on them to call you back. They're, they got 
they only know you one time. You know, hopefully we provide good enough service that they're going to remember to only use us. But we know that's, we all know that's not always true um, as far as them remembering us. But we go out, we do the repair. It's very cheap repair. And we uh, adjust the limits on the motor. And the next day, the door is not closed all the way to the ground. It's an inch gap. Customer waits a week to call us. Finally calls us up, said, you know what? I said, it could be a couple different things. It's possible that the limits are going bad in, inside that unit. We'll come out and take a look at it. Now we spend like 40 minutes there. Finally figure out that the clip was never released on the belt for the belt drive operator. So it's, it's the belt doesn't have proper tension. Um, you know, maybe I guess it, it was missed in our, in our inspection. You know, I don't know what it looked like before. Maybe it seemed like it was okay. Uh, but it took like, you know, 40 minutes on site between talking to the customer, running through everything, trying a couple different things and, you know, best use of time. I don't know, whatever. But I ended up telling my guys, we got to charge them a trip charge to go out unrelated to our prior repair. We should be charging this guy labor and a service charge. Um, but we're not. We're just, just charging trip charge. The way it was presented to the customer, he was pissed, pissed. And this is a training thing on me, right? It's one of my younger guys, great, great kid, very knowledgeable. And I did a follow-up with the customer because he wasn't happy about the $80 charge. What did I learn from that conversation? Um, presentation, confidence in, in yourself and your skills and your presentation. You know, my guy felt guilty to go ahead and charge this guy a trip charge for the second trip. And because it was presented in such a way with lack of confidence, uh, it was received that way. Like it wasn't fair. And that's a training thing on my end. Right. You know, now I have a, a phone conversation with the guy. He's excessively appreciative that I called him and spoke with him about it. Um, kind of filled me in on what went down, um, what his perspective was. And it was a great training opportunity for me and for my technician, you know, uh, and hopefully, you know, we continue to grow and, and do better together because that's ultimately what it's all about. You know, all of us learning and growing and, and doing better for each other, but just kind of a recap on my perspective of sales and how different it is now. As long as we're honest, operating with integrity, providing good value, standing behind our work, why not charge what we're worth? There's so much bitterness and hatred about charging prices. Like, I don't, I'm not a freaking millionaire. You know, we want good tools. We want reliable trucks. And here's a good one for you, okay? And this, this sometimes like good things just come out of my mouth. And, and this was one of them. Um, we have a customer who, when I pulled up in one of our trucks, the first new truck, really, or second new truck that we bought, because, yeah, well, I don't know. I guess we've had some other new trucks. But the first new truck that I brought to this company, pull up, it was like brand new. It was like two weeks old. And the guy goes, oh, I think we called the wrong company. It was going to be too expensive. Ha, ha, ha. You got a nice truck. Yeah, I got a freaking nice truck. I want, and the, are you ready? So I want my tools and equipment 
to be as safe and reliable as your garage door when we're done fixing it. I may, this may be repeat. I may have said this last week, but that's it, man. We want good stuff and we want you to have good stuff. And we want people who value our time and effort and who are willing to work with us and pay us for that time and effort. But I appreciate y'all. I want you to take, uh, take a moment occasionally just remember to take a deep breath when things feel overwhelming or when stuff is maybe not seemingly going the way you had planned that happens reach out to a friend mentor peer whatever but have a great week and i will catch you next time